Hello, everyone. Welcome to my very first episode of A Beautiful Life. I am your host, Amanda Howard. I am so excited to be here with you today. I hope you are having a fantastic day so far. Today, I wanted to jump right into a very important topic, probably one of the most important topics that we could discuss. It is going to be a part of a three-part series on building the strong immune system, and that topic is stress. We all live with it. Stress can be found all around us, and it's pretty much inevitable that you're going to run into stress on a daily basis. As we inch closer and closer to the cold and flu season, managing your stress is an important aspect of health that we need to focus on. Why? Because stress is one of the key factors for lowering the immune system. Your immune system is your body's first-line defense system against many pathogens, viruses, parasites, and diseases. A healthy functioning immune system can detect these invaders quickly and remove them properly without damaging healthy tissue. It's really quite amazing how your immune system works. The immune system lives in the gut, and if your gut isn't functioning properly, your immune system will most likely be compromised. Constant daily stress can take a huge toll on the health of your gut and your digestive system. I want to talk a little bit more about gut health and how you can promote um, a healthy gut and healthy gut function in another episode, but for now I wanted to really focus on stress and how it can affect your overall health and your whole body. So there are two types of reactions that your body has to stress based on the parasympathetic and the sympathetic nervous system. The parasympathetic parasympathetic nervous system attempts to rebalance your body. It's a, it's a lighter level of stress, so to speak. However, the, par- the sympathetic nervous system controls your fight or flight response to a situation. So let's just say you're being chased by a bear. That's going to be fight or flight. You need to get out of there quick. During fight or flight, your adrenals release two stress hormones, adrenaline and cortisol. In small doses, these hormones aren't harmful and actually are necessary for fleeing that dangerous situation, you know, being chased by a bear. However, long-term production of both can cause a breakdown of the adrenals, the gut, and other parts of your body, making you more susceptible to illnesses and diseases. Long-term cortisol production actually lowers the happy hormones in your brain, serotonin, and dopamine. Your body needs a balance of hormones in order to function properly. So lower high levels of one hormone versus another is going to throw your body off in a way that is just not going to be good. Low levels of these relaxing hormones, serotonin and dopamine, can lead to fatigue, headaches, depression, anxiety, panic attacks, brain fog, and can even suppress short-term memory and concentration. High cortisol levels over time can also impair cognitive function, suppress the thyroid gland, decrease bone density, which by the way can become very dangerous for women going through menopause because when you go through menopause, your bone density does drop. So if you have high cortisol levels, that's going to make it an even more dangerous situation um, and can cause osteoporosis. High cortisol levels can also decrease muscle tissue, raise blood pressure, increase the risk of hypoglycemia, slow the healing process of your body, as well as lower the immune system. 
Long-term stress suppresses the entire body, beginning with the nervous system, the brain, and the adrenals. Remember, that's where it all starts. Your sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system, which triggers the adrenals to release those hormones. Then it moves on to the kidneys and the bladder. Have you ever noticed that when you're really stressed, you have to pee? Well, just a thought. <laughs> so it goes from the nervous system to the kidneys and the bladder. Then it goes to the heart and the lungs. So your heart rate will, will get faster. You, you'll feel like you can't breathe. You know, you, when you're really stressed, you feel like you're, you can't get enough oxygen into your body. And finally, it moves to the digestive system. So it's really interesting when you're going through a stressful response, you can actually, you can actually feel the effects on your body when you're in the middle of it. The last part is the digestive system, which again, your gut is your immune system. So if you are getting to the point where you're letting the stress go on so far that it's actually affecting your digestive system and your gut, you're then suppressing the immune system and that's where you want to shut it down. This is also why a lot of people suffer from digestive issues and poor gut function as well as malabsorption. If your gut's not working properly, if you're not digesting the foods that you're eating properly, you're not absorbing the healthy nutrients and the antioxidants and the vitamins and minerals your body needs to function, you're not absorbing that so you end up going into malabsorption. But this is why your immune system can become suppressed or even stop working altogether because when your gut and digestive system are off, off balance, they're not in homeostasis, your immune system will not work. This type of long-term stress can eventually lead to burnout if left unchecked. Unfortunately, burnout is becoming more and more common among adults, but unfortunately, and this is, this is what gets me really bad, is that it's becoming more and more common among children. We're going to talk a little bit about that later. Um, really focusing on children, specifically in the athletic field as well as the dance arena. It's a huge passion of mine as a dancer, also as someone who works with kids, to make sure that kids and their parents, both of them, because kids can, you know, they are able to recognize when they're in a stressful situation, but to really educate kids and their parents regarding athletic burnout and how it affects them. And with the rise of traveling teams and regular practices taking away extra free time from kids, it can cause a really stressful situation for children. And it's becoming more and more of a concern. Burnout is basically your body's way of saying it's had enough. It's done. It doesn't want to function anymore. It's, it's just, it's had enough. Your body has now entered total and complete mental, emotional, and physical exhaustion. The difference between being highly stressed and reaching burnout is that when in burnout, emotions are completely blunted and all control is lost. Because you are no longer feeling in control of your emotions and environment, the mental and physical exhaustion can lead to feeling ineffective, which can then lead to depression. And this is exactly why we need to be careful about how far we let our stress go. And that's also why I'm really adamant that we talk about burnout and how it affects kids. We are unfortunately seeing a lot of depression in children, which is very concerning. A lot of doctors don't even know how to deal with it. They don't know how to deal with the depression in kids. They don't know where it, where it stems from, where it comes from. 
And that is why it's a topic that I'll be bringing up a little later, because I want to give you guys hope that it can be reversed. So signs of burnout vary, but can include chronic fatigue with no recovery, insomnia, forgetfulness, impaired concentration, lack of attention or care, gastrointestinal pain, loss of appetite, and more. It is extremely important that you shut down the cycle of stress before you enter a highly stressed or even a burnt out situation, as once you've entered a burnt out situation, it is much harder to reverse. It is important that you find ways to decompress throughout the week. And I talk to my clients all the time about this. Even if it's just taking 10 minutes to yourself each day, and by the way, that I did not say once a week, I did not say twice a week, I said each day, every single day. Your health depends on it. So taking those 10 minutes to yourself each day to practice some deep breathing, it'll help you release some of that stress. Busy lifestyles can create a lot more stress than we might be aware of in the moment, which is why it's so important that you are aware of the symptoms of stress, as well as, you know, you need to know how to listen to your body's signs and reactions to stress. Taking breaks when you start to feel overwhelmed, tired, or like you're feeling like you're losing control is that first step to flipping stress. Your body will give you very specific clues to when you're beginning on beginning to take on too much. When you feel yourself holding your breath due to stress or you feel anxiety creeping in, or if you notice that you're furrowing your brow or your muscles are tensing up, it's time for you to start taking deep breaths. So the, way, the best way that you can take deep breaths is to fill your lungs completely, breathing in through your nose for two seconds, so counting one 1,000, two 1,000 through your nose, and then releasing all that air through your mouth for four seconds. Repeat it about 12 times to exercise your lungs and bring much-needed oxygen to your body and your brain. Cortisol release causes a lack of oxygen throughout your body, so increasing that oxygen in your brain will help you relax and refocus, setting that stress aside. Remember, that's 12 times, (laughs) 12 times just taking nice deep breaths. Stress isn't always unavoidable. We all know that. Believe me, I know that. But you need to find ways to relieve some of that daily stress by either dropping something that's not important So if there's something on your to-do list that can either wait for later or it just doesn't need to be done, go ahead and remove it. Take that little extra, extra weight off your shoulders. You can even try closing yourself in a room for five minutes to deep breathe or pray. Read a book, garden, take a walk, soak in a hot bath, which actually sounds glorious right now. Watch a funny movie, or maybe de-stressing for you is spending time with your friends or going shopping. Whatever works for you, I challenge you to set aside time each day to de-stress. Believe me, you will feel a whole heck of a lot better in no time, and your body will ultimately thank you. You cannot function, uh, you cannot function properly at work or with your friends if you aren't taking time to take care of yourself. It's all called self-care, right? So stress, when you start to feel stress, you need to take that time for self-care because you can't serve anybody else if you can't 
you know, function yourself, right? If you would like to learn more about stress and its effects on the body, I recommend that you check out Stressless Cooking by Deidre Howard. This cookbook is an excellent resource written by my mom in conjunction with my grandmother, who is a naturopathic doctor who focuses on functional medicine and preventative care. To educate readers on stress as well as provide you with delicious recipes that are stress-free and easy to make and are also kid-friendly and are absolutely delicious. I feel like I have to say that twice because they are delicious. (laughs) I hope that this episode gives you a better idea on how to take the first step to repairing your body and bringing balance back to your hormones, your digestion, and your immune system. Next time, we'll discuss other aspects of immunity, such as the importance of magnesium and nutrition, and even the importance of sleep and hydration for a strong immune system. Don't forget to subscribe for weekly updates and feel free to submit questions. You can actually submit audio questions on the Anchor app or on anchor.com, or you can contact me via Facebook, Instagram, or even email me amanda.howard at live, L-I-V-E dot com. I so look forward to hearing from you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and until that next week, have a beautiful, beautiful life.